These show titles just keep getting better and better. I know, and this one's the truth. <laughs> I mean, look, the Cardinals, how... You're a St. Louis Cardinals fan now. How how no, big is well, No, no, let's not let's not stretch that far. I'm a St. Louis media member, mm. technically. How far is their lead in the uh, in the central now? Uh, it's either five or six or maybe a half somewhere mixed in there, but five, anywhere from five to six and a half is where it's at. They're they are red hot. They are six games up right now. Uh huh. They are, um, they, they really caught fire over the past couple of months and, uh, they pretty much flipped the division because the Brewers were the team that were, you know, a handful of games above, uh, the Cardinals at that point, right? Like near the trade deadline, but they've been, gosh, they're in their past 30 ish game. I'll, I'll ballpark it because I don't have the exact stat at the top of my head, but roughly 20 and 10 in their past 30, maybe even a little bit better. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, just a little bit. They are 75 and 54, six games up at the Brewers. The Brewers are, would currently have the third wild card spot. No, no, they wouldn't. The Philly, San Diego would. Or, yeah, San Diego. Atlanta and uh, Philadelphia have the first two. And then San Diego, I'm looking at not playoff standings. Um, might as well update the American League team while we're here. And just because I want to say my Cleveland Guardians are still yeah. Um, they played oh, we're only one and a half now. Uh, how about those? Uh, how about those Diamondbacks? Huh? Over the weekend. Yeah, man. The White Sox playing a, playing a little keep away for you. The White Sox are. The, I don't even know what to say about them anymore. It does. It legitimately does not make sense to me how they're that bad. Because they have a lot of talent on the roster. Yeah. I just I don't get it. Um, let's see. Yankees are only seven games up in the East now, which is still a lot considering September starts in two days. But from where they were, it is shocking. Mm-hmm. I uh. Man, this playoff race is getting pretty good. Um, the National League's loaded up top. They got even the Braves are going to have to settle for a wild card spot because Steve Cohen's money is working. Like three games. Uh, now. Yeah, but that's a uh, between. I was actually we were talking today on the air about manager of the year, and I suggested. Buck Showalter would be a prime candidate just because in his first year with the team, they are performing this highly. Although, again, he's also playing with Steve Cohen's money and a guy like Ali Marmol is not. So that would actually be – I'm I, that argument would actually work against Buck Showalter. Um, but I still think that he will win manager of the year because – and I mean, let's be honest about it. All, partially because of the city he plays in. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's building one of the teams that's supposed to be a big brand and pe- people like that. So he's meeting expectations. you know, Boone could be an option because the Yankees have been so good this year. Uh, but I, I think it will be Buck Showalter. Oh, uh, who's, who's actually done. Oh yeah, that's right. They have both. Um, who, who has actually done the best job? Um, 
that's tough to say, but I think Buck Showalter is going to win NL Manager of the Year. Probably. Uh, American League. American League's tough because you can make. I don't think Air, uh, Boone has a shot anymore, considering how bad the Yankees have been in the second half. It's probably going to come down to Dusty Baker, whoever's the manager of the Mariners, Francona. Is Terry Francona still your manager? Because I feel like he's just. And you've been watching much more than I have, but I just. What's his attendance been like this year? Because he typically has those injury breaks. Last year, last year he just could not, like he kept getting sick or hurt. Uh, this year he's been here all all year. He's still I, I still want him to retire and just become the president of baseball operations or something, because his his the way he works the bullpen and the way he works these lineups piss me off. He finds two people that he falls in love with I every year. I grew up with him and being I, the Red Sox manager, but now at this point, yeah. he, he may be like way longer with the Indians. Uh, oh, I think certain. he's been there since 13. Uh, and, Terrence. Yeah, I think he's the all-time wins leader now in Cleveland for a manager. He has to be. Eight seasons in Boston. This is his 10th season in Cleveland he has to be the all-time wins leader in Cleveland. Because they, ever since he's gotten there, I think the Yankees just finally took us, took over us. But since Francona got in Cleveland, the, our, the now Guardians have been the winningest team in the American League, if you can believe that. Well, who was your manager before him? Like Manny Acta or something? Yes. All right. Let's see how far we can trace this back. Who was before Manny Acta? Because there, there's got to be at some point where I recognize a name. Uh, Eric Wedge, I believe. Who? Eric Wedge. Okay, uh, we've officially reached the point where I've stopped recognizing names. So we'll stop it right there. <laughs> he was, I think, the coach of... I think he was the head coach of the Mariners for a little bit after Cleveland. Not that that means anything, but... Let's see. I don't even know who's between Eric Wedge. I know I know there's somebody in between Eric Wedge and Charlie Manuel, but I just don't remember who. Oh, I didn't even know Charlie Manuel was your manager. He was only there for a couple years. He took over after Mike Hargrove, who was the coach practically through the 90s. He was with the Phillies forever. Manuel, yeah. I think he won the World Series with them. I think he was their manager. Five to thirteen, yeah. There you go. Had a babe. He was also the coach of Cleveland. Nope, never mind. I lied. Oh, speaking of Cleveland, they're about to start. So let me pull that game up. Yeah, and then pull up your MLB sixty six dot IR. That's right. Oh, I have a parlay tonight. Ooh. Only five bucks, but I have Cardinals and Yankees. Um, I'm riding the two completely different paths of logic here. I'm taking the Cardinals because uh, they were beating up on the Reds last night, and I I like that they got some hot bats and they're just way more talented. Uh, although this is baseball, so you know how that goes. Yes. Um, and then the Yankees, who had to travel all the way out to Los Angeles, and they lost yesterday only by one run, but they lost. And uh, here comes the course correction where now they win. So 
Uh, I have conflicting ideas, but I'm still feeling good about it. My computer just absolutely crapped itself. I have to restart it now. How about that? Hmm. I tried moving a tab over to one screen, and it just completely, simply stopped working. And I got to shut it down. Now I don't know anything. Uh, we can talk a little week zero, a little week zero recap. Um, my, take, <laughs> my take is um, trying to divert the attention away from my awful, awful gambling weekend. Um, Scott Frost fucking stinks. You and I had that same tweet at the same time about how they need to leave him in Ireland. Yeah. Um, as someone who has Nebraska, who had Nebraska minus 13, when Nebraska went up 11, one would think, you know, the Cornhuskers, they finally got under control. Casey Thompson looks good. Defense looks bad, but we're playing Northwestern, so who gives a shit? Um, and then he's like, and then he just decided to onside kick it. For no reason. Literally just give them all the momentum back. It, it, I, that's one of the more bizarre calls of all time. I, if I had to guess, Scott Frost really wanted to win that game by like 25 plus. Just to kind of stamp like, hey, all this hype around Nebraska um, from this previous, or coming into this year. Um, instead, it's a disaster. Yeah, and... Um... I was actually quite thrilled about it because I, from a fan standpoint, have gotten completely tired of having to listen to a bunch of people. Oh, oh this is Nebraska. Last year was Nebraska's year. Everyone was saying, all right, they're going to go at least eight and four. And I think, would they go three and nine? And then all the excuses nope. were, yeah, well, they were close in every game, but they just, they just couldn't close out. So, now Scott Frost is going to get it right. Oh, really? He is with every assistant coach getting fired uh, and cut <laughs> out from underneath him. Yeah, okay. So Scott Frost, and I, I've already seen the the CFB on Fox social media accounts, um, which are toxic waste as far as I'm concerned. They were already tweeting out, you know, Northwestern's pretty good in even years. They made the 2018 and the 2020 Big Ten championships. Will they do it again? No. Uh, no. So I'm, I'm exhausted of that. I'm much more uh, in favor of Nebraska slander than I am in Northwestern praise. Yeah, um, Northwestern is not good. Nebraska's defense is awful. I will say, I guess another takeaway from that game is that Pete Skarnowski, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Big 77. Skaronski. Skaronski? I think it's Skoronski. Skoronski, okay. He could be playing in the NFL this season. He is damn good. I'm very upset because he was down to Northwestern and Notre Dame recruiting-wise, and he chose – man, dude, you can get a good education in Notre Dame. What are you talking about, dude? Why'd you go to Northwestern? Uh, I don't I don't know, but I, I could really use him right now in the shoe on on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, our, our both of our tackles are really good, so I'm, we'll be fine, although it would still be nice to have him. Uh, but, uh, again, Northwestern, do not take this as any sort of, oh, Northwestern is way better than we thought they were. No, 
Scott Frost is exactly who we thought he was. And the fact that they were double-digit favorites was a sham. And I'm very happy for everybody who bet Northwestern plus 11 uh, or maybe it, the points adjusted before kickoff. I don't know. Didn't see it. Last I saw was 11. Um, Northwestern, uh, I'm sorry, Nebraska is going to have a new head coach next season. Um, yep. I am not suggesting that you need to fire him right this second. Because now I, I did tweet that kind of sarcastically and kind of dancing on his grave a little bit. Uh, but in reality, uh, I mean, if they if they win like five games in a row from this point out, like don't 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 fi- basically my point is don't fire him right now, but prepare yourself to fire him at the end of the season already. Uh, you should already be coming up with plan B's for next year. Um, uh, start monitoring other coaches around the country. Start monitoring all of the group of five coaches um, who you think are going to have a real shot to impress you. Start putting together, start setting aside some money for a buyout for Scott Frost. Start hmm. setting up some, setting up some money to, uh, to throw a, throw a, a bag at a group of five powerhouse coach and uh, see what you can, see what you can get. But, don't fire him right now, but be be very prepared. So his buyout currently, Scott Frost's buyout is fifteen million. On October first, it drops to seven and a half million. So he's not getting fired until then. But if they play Indiana on the first, which is actually homecoming for them, apparently, if they lose that game to Indiana, he's gone. They won't. He has to be gone. I wonder if you. I wonder what happened. How funny would it be if Nebraska just beat Oklahoma? Uh, well, I want Brent Venables to be successful, so I kind of don't want that to happen. Oh, brother! I like him. I do. He caused me too much sadness. Uh, my other, another takeaway: Wyoming. I would fade. I'm going to fade them every single game this year. I don't care. About, what. Oh, what if they play Hawaii? Are you going to fade them then? Yes, Wyoming looked like they would lose ten games in Division Two. <laughs> their entire uh, their defensive line was outweighed by an average of I think like sixty one pounds in that game, and that <laughs> completed five of like twenty. Their offense had no push; they had nothing going for them on defense. Illinois was just kind of fucking around. It looked like that game. With Tommy DeVito, um, because Illinois installed a new scheme this year. They're doing, they're kind of going away from that Brett Bielma's um, run first scheme. They're kind of mixing it in the past because of Tommy DeVito. But Wyoming's really bad. They play Tulsa on Saturday. I think they are six point dogs at home. I would bet Tulsa to win. I would bet Tulsa if they were like twelve point favorites. Wyoming's really bad. I I did not watch any of that game, although I wish I did, uh, because I just hey, during my, this podcast uh, placed a wager on Illinois plus three against Indiana in Bloomington. There we go. Um, I think very little of Indiana, to be completely honest with you. Uh, all those wins in twenty twenty were too good for them. And they had the hangover of a lifetime last year. Yeah, going, they were. To, going two and ten, 
Um, t- uh, Tom Allen's about to get his Coach O season right here. Oh. Um, I, I'm, I'm just saying. Now, Illinois was halfway – and, again, we're grading this on the Illinois scale, so take this with a grain of salt. But uh, Illinois was halfway decent last year, 5-7, uh, and seven opposed, which I, I guess to me was impressive because I didn't even – I just hadn't even thought of them really as a a team capable of being 500 and bowl eligible, but they were right there. So I I really like Illinois. Um, didn't even know that they – well, I, I did know that they were playing Wyoming, but I didn't watch. Um, oh, I did see something over the weekend that I hated and that I'm sure that you loved. Um, I thought it was the cheesiest thing ever. This UNLV turnover slot machine. Oh, that's so cool. I hate it. This is everyone's just ripping each other, ripping off uh, Miami, and it was cool for one year. And by the way, Miami has retired the turnover chain. So yeah. of of all of these, the, the OGs now aren't even doing it, and now all of these wannabes are running amok. I know, but just the visual of somebody, the the whole team just going over to a slot machine after an interception, so cool. I, uh, I feel I feel like the uh, the executives at the university aren't probably too fond of that. Yeah, who cares? Um, yeah, uh, who are they playing? Sam Houston State or something? Um, I don't Idaho know. State. I don't. Yeah, I didn't watch that game. I was too busy watching Nebraska fucking stink. You know, v kicked ass, so you didn't miss anything. Mm, yeah. Um. I guess we can run through some lines for this next week before we get to our draft. Uh, yeah. Thursday, got a couple good games. West Virginia Pitt should be decent. Uh, Pittsburgh is minus seven and a half. I personally am leaning West Virginia plus seven and a half, um, which is odd because Pittsburgh is like, it's pretty obvious how much better they are than West Virginia. But just the way West Virginia, I really believe in JT Daniels. They've been very good in the stadium covering the spread. I know that means nothing. And they are running the air raid this year, which is something I just love. And Pittsburgh is going is uh, returning back to their Narduzzi-type uh, offense where they just run the shit out of the ball. Which, one fact about Pittsburgh I like a, a lot about this team, and it it's very, it makes almost no sense why I like West Virginia as much as I do, but I do in this game. I think I just like the number more than I like the game. But Pitt has – their entire offensive line is coming back, and they're, the three next guys on their depth chart on the offensive line all have multiple games of starting experience. So they have a stacked offensive line. I just think they're losing too much quality talent. And I think there's going to be a step back. I just like I like the air raid over the power rush, so I'm going to go West Virginia plus seven and a half there. I'm also going to go with West Virginia. I think that Pitt, not only losing Kenny Pickett was a big challenge for them, uh, but obviously losing Jordan Addison, who basically got recruited right off their roster, uh, which is uh, highly illegal, but you know yeah. what, Jordan Addison's – Still going to be suiting up for USC, so I guess it's not that illegal. Um, I, I think those losses are just going to be brutal. I still think that they're better than West Virginia, yeah. but uh, to have Pitt 
as the number 17 team in the country coming back this year. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. I don't see them being ranked long-term. And if they are ranked, I think they'll be like ping-ponging back and forth between unranked and being in the high 20s. So that's kind of where I see them. So I'm going to be uh, – I'm going to go with West Virginia plus the points. Maybe, maybe a, a, a slight cover. Maybe they just lose by a touchdown. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think Pitt's going to be running away with this one. Right. I, I'm kind of hoping it goes up to eight. But I'm not that that matters. But um, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, oh, Penn State at Purdue. I'm so excited for this game. Um, Purdue is a three-and-a-half-point home dog. Over under 52 and a half. I'm leaning. I haven't done as much research into this game as I have West Virginia Pitt so far. I'll probably do that later tonight. But I'm leaning Purdue. I really like Aiden O'Connell. And Penn State lost a ton on defense. They still have Joey Porter Jr., who I'm very high on. But um, they lost a ton on defense. I don't really believe in Sean Clifford all that much. They lost an NFL first-round receiver. Offensive line should be fine. Purdue, I just I just like what they do at home. They are a frisky team at home. This seems like a game Purdue would win. I don't like the plus 146 on the money line, though. I just don't think that's enough. So I would I'm going I've already taken Purdue or okay. I've already taken Purdue plus three and a half. Just because just so I can be on the right side of the three of the number. Right side of three. Yeah, I love that the hook is in favor of Purdue. I love that yes. they're at home. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they have grass on the field in uh, West Lafayette. Um, I, I'm also going to pick Purdue here because I just have that little faith in James Franklin and Sean Clifford. Um, maybe we see the Ohio product, Drew Alar, at some point in time. Um but it's not going to be week one, and I'm kind of, I'm I'm kind of t- so this is a little bit of a spike pick by me, but uh, I'm t- I'm tired of seeing him. So take yeah. rocks. I love it. Um, I just Sean Clifford's actually not a bad quarterback. I yes, just but his head coach thinks that he can run the ball like Cam Newton. Yeah, that's that's the problem. He's a, he is a very serviceable quarterback for a good team like Penn State. But he was actually kind of decent against Ohio State in the first half last year. Yeah, it was. Um, this FanDuel only has three games up. The only three that actually matter. But uh, I don't know much about this game at all. But Oklahoma State at Cent- or Central Michigan at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's minus 22.5. Over under 59.5. I don't have a pick for that. Neither do I. I, I know yeah. nothing about either of these teams except Oklahoma State lost their defensive coordinator and is returning their quarterback. Right. Uh, TCU in Colorado on Friday. Um, TCU is a 13 point, 13 and a half road favorite. Total is set at 55 and a half. Now, here's the problem I have with this game. I think both TCU and Colorado suck. So I don't know what to do with this game. I have the under, I have TCU under six and a half wins on the season. I just think Colorado is going to stink. So I don't. I I really do not know which way I'm leaning this game. I'd probably do a little more research on the total. Um, at home, I can take Colorado plus fourteen. That's uh, that'd be fine with me. Yeah, I don't hate uh, that. Home team down two touchdowns. 
if you don't think very highly of TCU, and um, I mean, why would you? Their their standalone best player just abandoned them for Ole oh. Miss, and uh, so if that puts it in perspective where TCU's at as far yeah. as a college football destination, yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome back, Sonny Dykes. Welcome back to the Power Five. Um, glad to have you from SMU. Uh, he was actually Jared Goff's coach at Cal, but um, again, I'm not I'm not accusing Colorado of being some awesome team, but t- two touchdowns I can handle that. Yeah, if I had gun to my head, I'd probably take Colorado. Um, let's see, and then Michigan State plays on Friday as well, but they play Western Michigan. They are 22 and a half point favorite, 54 and a half. Probably won't bet this game. I, I don't know if I want to bet any of these Friday games. Yeah, yeah, Virginia Tech minus seven and a half at Old Dominion. Really? That's it. I'm not, yeah, I might have to do. I know. I don't know. I yeah. To be honest, I don't know much about Old Dominion. But um, um let me see who their quarterback is. Uh, oh, wait a minute. That game Friday. Uh, yes. I know at one point in time, uh, Old Dominion's quarterback was, uh, probably not anymore, but was Messiah the Weaver. I've never heard that name. Oh, he was a quarterback at Huber Heights Wayne, and he was in the Elite 11, and he went to Michigan State and then transferred out. Um. Yeah, I gotta look more into that. Make a mental note. Um, then we go to Saturday. Big Saturday. Uh, why are these ga- these games are just not in order? And it's pissing me off. Um, NC State at East Carolina. I'm high on NC State. They're eleven and a half point road uh, favorite. I'll go NC State just because I really like them there. Um, I'm actually gonna kind of. Go with East Carolinas because this number seems kind of low. Um, the way everybody's talking about NC State, which blows my mind because I didn't know uh, that everyone was just going to decide that NC State was awesome. Um, no one no one warned me about that until the rankings came out, and then everyone was, blow, was oh. losing their minds about it. Um, so then, then my expectations were raised a bunch. And then the spread comes out, and they're only 11 and a half against East Carolina. So now I'm thinking, hmm, maybe maybe there's something about East Carolina I don't know about. And I mean, not that I know a ton about uh, North Carolina State, aside from the fact that they lost Ike Aquanu to, I believe, the Carolina Panthers. Yes. So uh, I was surprised to see the spread as low as it was, um, which makes me just kind of – Take Vegas aside on this one, and uh, I'll go East Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, I I really like NC State's front seven, though. Um, I I'm, I got to do more research, obviously, into East East Carolina, but I really like NC State as a team, so I'll just take them. Probably won't bet that game. Probably more interested in watching it, making sure my I'm right about NC State before I just unload the clip on their spread, but. Uh-huh. Um, I guess we'll go in order of this. what FanDuel is telling me. Utah at Florida. Probably will not watch an ounce of the, or I will, 
but it's going to be That honest. game's actually going to be good. That it's going to be real be good. good. It's going to be really – I really like Florida. They brought in a lot. Billy Napier brought in a lot of guys from uh, Louisiana. He brought over with them. Um, I, just, I, I, I believe in Anthony Richardson. Um, but Utah is one of my favorite teams this season. I really like them. Two-and-a-half-point road um, favorite, I'll take the Utes. Oh, time zone advantage. You know, I love it. Um, for Florida, uh, this is a rare east to west travel. You don't really see this a whole lot. Um, I- I'm kind of conflicted oh, because I think Utah's a better team. But, yeah. and, and Billy Napier is also in his first year, first game coaching at the Power Five level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really respect Kyle Whittingham, but my problem is, is that this environment. I, I don't think Utah. When's the last time Utah's played in the game that where they're going to see an environment like the swamp on opening day? Uh, this is going to be something that they've never seen before. I think it could spook them a little bit. So I'm actually going to give some stadium points to Florida, and I'm going to have them covering this game, maybe even winning. Hmm. If FanDuel, I can get you Florida plus two and a half at even odds. Oh. No. Their money line is only 128. I don't know why you would, wouldn't take the spread there. But yeah. Anyway. Get yourself uh, two and a half points to play with for sure. Right. Yeah. You're, you're losing uh, however many points and you're getting two and a half points, so. That seems like a fair trade-off. Uh, Michigan, Colorado State, do not give a shit. Um, Cincinnati, Arkansas, that's going to be another great one. My full attention is going to be on that for the 3.30 slot, slate. Um, Cincinnati is a six-and-a-half-point road dog. Total is 51-and-a-half. I really like Arkansas. I think Cincinnati is going to take a massive step back. Not massive in which they're only going to win like seven or eight games. I still think they are a nine-to-ten win team. But I really like Arkansas. I, I'm curious to see what they do without Traylon Burks because he was like 95% of their offense last season. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested to see what they what they are that. But I just think, you know, Cincinnati's taking a big step back and a group of five team is only going to be as good as they were last year if they had the dogs and all of Cincinnati's dogs went to the NFL. So I will take Arkansas. Uh, see, that's how I feel as I uh, pull up Cincinnati's depth chart here. Uh, not a lot of guys that they're returning. Uh, three returning on defense. Now, fortunately for them, Cincinnati appears to be returning their entire offensive line. So yeah. that's significant, which I I certainly acknowledge that. Uh, but too much NFL talent. Uh, leaving this team uh, for my taste. I'm going to say that Cincinnati is not going to cover the spread. Um, I am going to trust that Arkansas puts together a better atmosphere than Notre Dame did um, (laughs) when they just completely let all the Cincinnati fans run amok throughout South Bend and take up most of the the crowd, um, or not most, but more than they should have. So I'm going to trust that uh, my neighbors to the south, uh, down there in Arkansas, 
put up a, a, a solid performance. Uh, again, some stadium points I'm dishing out here, uh, dishing them out to the Razorbacks. Right. And I would jump on them now if you really like Arkansas while they're under a touchdown. Um, th- oh, this is interesting. Houston is a four-and-a-half-point road favorite over UTSA. I really like Houston. I really like Clayton Toon. They got a really exciting offense. I'm very excited about the future for Houston. I think we talked about this. I think they could become the team in the Big 12 going forward. But for right now, I just that line caught my eye um, as interesting with that offense on the road against the UTSA team that lost a decent amount of what they had last year. Um, UTEP, Oklahoma, who cares? Troy, Ole Miss, who cares? Um, Rice, USC, who cares? Here we go. Oregon, Georgia. Oh, I forgot that game's also at 330. Uh, Georgia is a 16.5 point favorite. I would say home favorite, but it's technically not at home, although it's in their literal backyard. Yes. Uh, 16.5 point favorite. I really like Georgia this year. I I don't think Oregon's going to be bad, but I'm going to go on the other I'm going to go the under 53 and a half. Um, 17 and a half or uh, 16 and a half. Regardless, that's just so much. It feels like. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't really know, but I also don't necessarily trust Oregon to compete. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I trust Notre Dame to compete with Ohio state more than I trust Oregon to compete with Georgia. And Georgia is they're losing a ton. Look, look man, they're off their defense is only bringing back three guys. Um they they were gutted by the NFL draft. But you know that they're in a position now where they're in the where now they have the Alabama mentality of we don't rebuild, we reload. I I, I trust that that's what's going to happen in Athens and you know, we can we can say, well, Oregon's a Pac-12 team, but they have some SEC roots because Bo Nix is there. I well, I don't know. Um, seventeen and a, hovering around seventeen points. Well, I mean, hell, I just told you I, I trust Notre Dame to compete with Ohio State more than I trust Oregon to compete with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia's a smaller spread, so I I guess I'll take the sixteen and a half, but I'm not, I'm not gonna feel good about it. Yeah, I wouldn't feel good about that either. Although I do think Georgia is much better. Um, they got arguably the best tight end in the country. I know you probably don't agree with that, but arguably. Uh, um, I will say arguable. What's that? I will admit arguable. <laughs> yeah, Brock Bowers is pretty good. Um, and their defense, I mean, like you said, they only have three guys coming back from last year. But the three guys they have coming back are some serious NFL. They are NFL players. Jalen Carter might be a top 10 pick on the defensive line. Nolan Smith might be a first rounder. And Keely Ringo who might be a first rounder. Um, offense. It's just, like you said, it's just so many points for an Oregon team that I'm down on, but I don't think Oregon's bad. And I think Georgia is going to take a massive step backwards, especially since they're running with Stetson Bennett as their quarterback. Because Seth and Bennett, Seth and Bennett's fine. He is the SEC equivalent of um, um, Sean Clifford. But 
meaning if you put a really good team around him, he can he can he can take you where you need to go. But this is not the team that sets and Bennett to rise to the occasion for this team to repeat, and I just don't think he has it in him. So I'm staying away from the spread. I'll take the under. Um, Notre Dame at the Ohio State. Ohio State has ballooned up to a 17.5 point favorite. Total is set at 59.5. I'm all over the over. Because I don't trust Notre Dame. And 17.5 is just so much against a top five team. It's just so much. Because even though I, I think this game is going to be, it's going to be like a 52 to 24 Ohio State win. Something like that. I think it's easily going to go over. Ohio State's offense is going to have no problems. And the defense, I'm still wait and see with. Like I said, I think Michael Mayer is going to have a monster night. But um, yeah, I'll take the over. I don't trust. I don't trust. I just don't trust the 17 and a half on either side. I'm taking Notre Dame plus 17 and a half. Ah. I like that they're getting the hook. Um, Notre Dame can control the pace of play with a solid ground game. Um, I do not expect Jim Knowles to make the litany of mistakes that uh, Kerry Combs made in that Oregon game last year uh, where he put his guys in a Horrible. brutal position uh, and just let them get ran right over. So I think Jim Knowles is going to do a better job, but uh, – Notre Dame's got a really, really good offensive line, and they got three running backs they can hit you with, and their quarterback can run. So I think if Notre Dame can establish the run, I think they can put up some points and eat up some clock simultaneously. Um, the problem is I do not think Notre Dame's cornerbacks can run with Ohio State's receivers. So um, that might be a problem, uh, having Ohio State probably scoring multiple touchdowns of 40-plus yards. So that's yeah. going to be something that I'm not going to enjoy watching, but I, I I need Notre Dame's offensive line to develop a nice rhythm, and I, I, we need to slowly but surely march down the field and put ourselves in a scoring position, preferably scoring touchdowns and not field goals. Um, so that's uh, that's what it's going to take. Uh, and you know how rookie quarterbacks in the NFL love tight ends. Well, we got a, a I guess a first time starting quarterback. Uh, and Tyler Buckner. So maybe that logic applies to college quarterbacks too. And if that's the case, uh, Michael Mayer can expect a ton of action. And right. uh, 17 and a half, man, I, I, I like it for Notre Dame. I don't, I think next year is the time for Notre Dame to win because they will be, will, Notre Dame will be returning their starting quarterback and Ohio State will be going through a quarterback transition. Um, yeah. So I think that's the time to bite back. But uh, 17 and a half, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I guess gun to my head, you got to tell me I got to take the spread. I would take Ohio State because I'm looking at their offense right now, and it, it's just incredible the potential this offense has. They they could easily be the greatest offense in the history of college football, which is not saying much because that happens every year now. But they are just loaded, like loaded. It's crazy how loaded they are. And defensively, I'm higher on them defensively than I was last season, but I still think there's just way too many questions in the linebacker room with Steel Chambers, Tommy Eichenberg, um, and the Tanner McAllister, who's not a 
linebacker, but he's kind of like a hybrid player, um, who was also a running back last year. So we have two running backs playing uh, defense for all those keeping track at home. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, who cares about these two? Kentucky's only a 17-point home favorite against Miami, Ohio. That's interesting. Huh. But um, I, we can talk about the Sunday and Monday game because there's one game each, which I love, by the way, since there's no NFL this week. I love how they do that. But And they're pretty decent. Uh, Sunday night's going to be a good one, I think. Florida State at LSU. LSU is minus three and a half. Um, actually, plus 102 on the spread. Um, I think I, I really like Jordan Travis. Florida State quarterback. I really like him a lot. So I think I would take Florida State plus three and a half because I don't know how much I believe in Jaden Daniel. Has LSU announced their starter yet? What's that? Has LSU announced their starter yet? Uh, now that you say that, I don't. I can't think of who it would be. Um, let me see if I got anything. Five days ago from ESPN, it says Brian Kelly has picked LSU's starting quarterback, but is keeping it a secret until kickoff. What are the options? Um, it is Jaden Daniels, Garrett oh. uh, Nussmeyer, and shh, don't remember the other kid's name. Let me look. Did Miles Brennan retire? In, in yeah, that? Miles Brennan retired. Um, a freshman named Walker Howard. Oh, that's the guy Brian Kelly was dancing on. Oh, was it? Yeah. Kind of, kind of crew. Are you Walker Howard? It's a great quarterback name. Um, Walker Howard was a four-star. Good for him. Um, yeah, I would take Florida State plus three and a half there. Um, Monday is Clemson at Georgia Tech. I feel like that's just wacky enough for me to enjoy it. Clemson is oh. it's twenty-two and a half. Total is set at forty-eight and a half. Now, I have real beef with Georgia Tech because they stopped running the triple offense and they're still bad. So if you're just going to be that bad, just run the triple offense for my or triple option offense for my enjoyment. Just because of that, I'll take Clemson. I oh, spread wise. Well, speaking of spread, I too dislike the fact that Georgia Tech runs a spread offense now. Um, they will always be Paul Johnson's triple option to me. Hmm. Uh, their best player, uh, what's his name, like Kamir Gibbs or something like that, uh, is now uh, wearing crimson uh, in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. So they got a problem with that. I am calling for a bounce back here from Clemson. I think it starts here. I'm going to go with the Clemson Tigers. Hmm. I think that's all the picks we got for week one. So let's get into this draft. Mm-hmm. It's one we think we've done before, but we're just going to do it again because it's a great, it's a great one. It's sports video games. Uh, yeah, you want the first pick? Uh, I'll let you have the first pick because I'm undecided. Well, here we go. I gotta. I know I'm gonna. Make just a casual pick, but if I'm just thinking back to, well, oh man, now I just got another idea in my head. <laughs> I mean, look, man, the majority of my time playing video games 
was spent on NBA 2K. Yep. And the, another thing I appreciate about that video game in comparison to other sports video games is that uh, I, I feel like it really taught me a lot about the history of the game and, and it introduced me to a lot of older players from decades before me. Uh, in fact, I prefer using those old school teams opposed to the uh, actually present teams. So uh, that, that now that I've played all the Madden and all that, but and I know that Madden is the game, so it's a bit sacrilegious to uh, to pick anybody but Madden number one overall. But look, man, it, I, I really appreciate that 2K telling about the history of the game. And uh, I, I think 2K's graphics have gotten better over time, and their whole animation system has gotten better over time, opposed to, to Madden, which I think is actually deteriorated. I prefer the old school animations uh, for in-game activity. So I'm going to go with 2K. It, it, it taught me about a history, and I love that. What, what year? Uh, we'll go 2012. Why not? Um, okay. That was the uh, the Curtis Blow intro where everyone yep. was playing together. Where they they introduced all the old school players. That that was the that was the one. All right, that was NBA Two K Eleven was actually one of them I was deciding on, but I don't want that anymore because I just realized what game I would. Well, I had two picks anyway, but my first pick is going to be NCAA Football Fourteen. I don't think I played that game in a year. It's because I don't have it, and I don't have a bazillion dollars to spend on spend on it. Um, but it's just the it, it pisses me off that that was the final one because the next year is when the playoffs started, and we don't have a playoff. <laughs> so that kind of pissed me off. But the recruiting, I just remember having so much fun doing the recruiting during dynasty mode, building up whatever programs. Um, making my way up the ranks from head coach at Akron to offensive coordinator at LSU to head coach at like Oregon and then the like head coach at Ohio State or like a big market job. I always love doing that. Very excited to see what they have with the college football game coming out next year. Very excited for that. Um, and just college football is the best. Uh, number two, I'm going to go baseball. I'm going to go MVP baseball. 2005. It's probably the best baseball game of all time. Uh, I just remember I love doing the mini games where you had all the things you could hit on like the home or there's like all the targets on the field you can do. I love all the mini games. The uh, it was just so simple. The sports games today are so fucking complicated. Yeah. Um. It, I just and then I always remember I always used to play with the Red Sox just because they were so goddamn good in that game, and I just had so much fun. It was one of my first baseball games ever. I just remember having so much fun doing. Shout out John Donovan, okay, Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah, um, let's see. I, I had a couple older games that I may consider now. I'm trying to think if there was one Madden game that was. I have one Madden. My, the best, and I'm I'm trying to figure out why it was the best. Um, I I I don't I don't even know, um, which Madden it would be now. Um, 
Oh, I do miss those. I might go. No, I can't. I just went with a very similar sport. Let me look up. Oh, it, it was either 2002 or 2003. I may go. Let me steal your MVP baseball idea. Hmm. Um, I think you're thinking of 2003. That had, uh, yeah, yeah, Randy Johnson. And Miguel Tejada. Yep. Uh, that is what I will go with. I'm sure it's very similar to yours, so it's a bit of a steal. Um, but uh, great video game. I'm pretty sure Barry Bonds was in this game. He was not. Well, there were. There was a video game that I played where Barry Bonds was destroying stuff. So he, he is in a game. I just don't think it was MVP baseball. Maybe it was like Triple Play 2002. Something like that. Uh, like MLB video game. Games, two, uh, no, no, no. Not 2022, 2002. It had a brave. It had Chipper Jones on the cover. I don't remember that game. Whoever makes the show now used to have a game. It wasn't called the show though. Whichever I think it's San Diego Studios. I think that makes that game. Oh, it was just. I think it was like MLB '06 is what they would call it. Oh, it was it was Andrew. It was just MLB 2002. Who made this game? That's why I said I think it's the people who make uh, the show now. I think they used to just be like MLB, like O two or O five or whatever. Um. Well, it says nine eighty nine studios. It says the brand was retired in two thousand five. Well, this was a great game. It was a good game. I remember those. They all that. This is the same company. Uh, this. That put together, um, let's see, uh, shoot, uh, NFL, the NFL game day video game from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, NHL face off. Hmm. This is, holy cow. They, since when did we have like multiple Multiple video games for one sports league. That's something that is not happening today. It used to be a long time ago. Like, there was NBA Live and NBA 2K, NFL 2K and Madden, MVP Baseball and Baseball 04 or whatever year. Um, I don't think hockey games did. I think it was always GTA. made hockey games. Which is, I, I've been playing the shit out of NHL 2022. One of the fun, one of the more fun uh, sports video games out there is NHL. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I I gotta pick an NHL game. I do have one of mine. I will go. Well, I don't even care what year it is, um, <laughs> as long as it has Doc I've, Emmerich on the call. So mm-hmm. I'll, I, I don't know, 2018. There you go, random one. Don't care. Yeah. NHL 2018. There you go. I don't think I ever had. No, I definitely did because I used to get them every year, and then I went through a phase where I stopped. But I have, I have NHL. I have Xbox Game Pass, which allows me to, like, stream games. And NHL is one of them. So I've just been playing the shit out of that. Um, my turn. 
I'll, I'll get my NHL pick out of the way now. I'm going NHL 94. Wow. NHL 94. Yep. You, I actually also have that game on my uh, my new Xbox. I can play. I've been playing that a little bit. Just so much fun because I remember there was a brief moment in time we had a PlayStation One as a family, and then we upgraded to PlayStation Two. No big deal. Um, and I just remember always playing NHL. Like the early PlayStation Twos could still play uh, PlayStation One disc, and I would always, I would still just play the PlayStation One version of NHL '94 on the PlayStation Two. It was that much fun. Just old video games, just old sports video games were just the best. Um, second pick. No, it, it was MVP. Barry Bonds was in MVP baseball. Was he? I'm, wa- I'm watching it on YouTube right now. I didn't think he was. I know for a fact he wasn't in 05. Maybe he was in 03. I just don't remember. Um, oh, Matt. my gosh. This game. Now, I'm stuck here with Madden, and the reason is not have anything to do with the gameplay. It has something to do with the loading screen music. And I'm very torn. It's my first Madden game ever, or one of the Maddens that are, like, universally accepted as the best of all time. So I'll go with my gut, because this is my, or not my gut, but my heart, because this is my list. I'm going Madden 2000. Oh, was that, Falk was that on the cover. Falk? Yep. Yeah. Yep. The only reason I that was the first Madden game I've ever had. I had so much fun playing that game. And because every time their main menu music was Party Hard by Andrew WK and I fucking love that song. And it was literally every time. Like it was the set main music menu. So every time I would load it up, I would just get super hyped to play the game just because I know I'm gonna hear that song. Also famous from that song is also famous for being the Pittsburgh Penguins bowl song. Oh. Uh, man, I'm I'm just watching old video games on YouTube now. Old, yeah. some of these... Great. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even Like I wish my PlayStation three would still accept PlayStation Two discs because my this model's a little bit older. Because I want to play because I have MLB baseball two thousand five and Madden two thousand here. Those are the only two PlayStation 2 games I have. Oh my gosh, dude. These graphics are absurdly bad. Oh, they're but, so bad, but I just... They're so bad, but I remember at the time, it was like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And like, we are, we are the most advanced humans we'll ever get. I could throw a forward pass. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. Significantly better. Have you ever seen the introduction to MLB Triple Play 2001? I have not. Get up. uh, It's a magic carpet ride, I think. Yeah, just YouTube MLB 2001 magic carpet ride. I remember this intro being the greatest thing on earth. And now I'm watching highlights of that video game, and I'm thinking, how in the world did I ever play this? <laughs> Let's see. The I know. graphics are so bad. The, I have NCAA 12 on my PlayStation 3, and it is so bad. 
That's actually going to be my draft pick. Is a uh, NCAA to um, college basketball 2008. Ooh, good one. March Madness 2008. I got all the this intro. Stupid ads. March Madness 2008 was a good one. My March Madness game I had was March Madness 2005. Wow. Let's see. Uh, Okay. My next two... Uh, I, I still have one, I think. Oh, yes, you do. I can't believe how bad these graphics are looking back on it. Because at the time, dude, I thought all of these games had the coolest... What on... Yeah. Oh, looking at? Um, all right, what am I missing? What, what sports? Okay, we got NBA, baseball, NHL. Well, I gotta have a... Gotta have a football. Um... Alright, which one of those old school Oh this yeah. intro rocks. Yes it does. Uh I'll go NCAA football two thousand five with uh, Larry Fitzgerald on the cover. That's a good one. That's a good one. I I more I'm more of a NCAA football 06, if we're going that era kind of guy, but that is a very good one. I didn't have that one, and everybody had it. The one with Desmond Howard, that one that one had a great soundtrack, I remember. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought you meant the Reggie Bush one. No, I also had that. That was 07. 06, we had Desmond Howard on it. It was the first year that had uh, Road to Glory. Yeah. So you're going 05. All the NCAA football games are great. Yeah, can't go wrong. Yeah, you can never go wrong with college football. So I will take NCAA 06 just because it's awesome. And then I got to get a basketball game. I don't think I want to go 2K, though. Oh, my gosh. I feel so old. I'm watching watching, uh, MVP Baseball 2003 on YouTube and Vladimir Guerrero's on the Expos. Ooh, baby. I just got humbled. I just remember Cleveland was so bad that year. They were un- they were unplayable. Well, I'm look up some old while I'm doing this. Um, MVP baseball. Remember the oh that might be my next pick. Hmm. Yep, it's going to be my next pick. We're sticking in 06, the year of our Lord. Um. MVP base MVP baseball 2005, I believe, was the last professional MVP baseball because they lost the rights. In 06, they made MVP college baseball. That was a lot of fun. They had that? Yes, they did. I think they had it for like two years, but there was definitely 06. And it had all the same features as the old school, or the original MVP baseball. Except I, I just love hearing the ping of the metal bats in the gameplay. <laughs> Want to go two more each? Yeah, let's do it. I got to get a basketball one. I know which one I'm taking. But you're up. Um, 
So you wait, which ones did you take? NCAA 06 and MVP MVP oh, College Baseball 06. That's right. So you have two more, I have one more. I um gosh, I could go I could just do all the same games. I I really did enjoy that MLB two thousand two. Um is that literally just the name of the game? It's just MLB two thousand two. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what on earth? Okay, NHL. I'm good. Uh, Doc Emmerich. I have that. I have that. I don't have a Madden. Um, yes, you do. No, you don't. No, I don't. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll take a Madden. Um, It's got to be. Oh, man. I. I... Whatever Madden. Oh, it's got to be back in the day. Um... Oh, gosh. Hold on. I I gotta check myself on this. If you describe it, I probably can tell you what it is. I've never had this problem in my my life. Okay, 2006, Madden 06 was the first one I ever got. Uh, Well, that's not true. I had Madden 02, which had, uh, but that was like a a hand-me-down from Cousins. But the first Madden that I got the the exact year, Madden 06, Donovan McNabb on the cover. Right. Madden 07, Sean Alexander on the cover. Madden 08, who was on the cover of Madden 08? Vince Young, that's right. Um, I played that game, Madden 08, on my PS. I had a PSP, like the handheld PlayStation. I had so much fun playing Madden and college football on the PSP. It's ridiculous how much fun I have. Like, I really, it's so hard to find good PSPs and good college football and Madden PSP games. But if I ever find them, I'm going to play them again because that is probably the most fun I've ever had playing a video game. Oh, um... But I also had Madden 08 on, like, the PlayStation 2. Shoot. There's, um... Madden 2004 had a really cool graphic for the uh, for interceptions, where they yeah. would like pause it and then rotate the camera. Mm-hmm. I re- I remember, I actually had that game on. Oh, forget uh, I I can't pick Madden with my first pick. I'll get back to it. I'm gonna go with backyard football. Ooh, which on. Uh, on the Atari, on the computer. Oh, oh, on the computer. So in uh, what grade was it? Third grade, we had a class computer, like back when those were like rare. Yep. Um, and during like free time, we got like, I think we had like an hour of free time or something weird like that. And the um, the computer had that com- backyard football game on it. And it was, we had leagues in the classroom. It was so much fun. So I'm kind of... Well, not I, picking, I know what <laughs> I know what I'm picking with my seventh pick, and it's a basketball game. All right, my final pick. 
Madden. Right, what was, who was on the cover of Madden? Oh, five. That was Ray Lewis. I didn't have Ray that one. Okay. Uh, I might just do a... What did Madden 10 look like? No, that, no. That's, that looks too modern. We need to throw it back a little bit. Madden 08. I need to... I'll know it when I see it. Which year or what are you thinking about? I'm just trying to figure out which Madden was the perfect representation of my childhood. And Do you know who was on the cover? No, no. I'm watching videos of like 07 versus 08. Just checking out the graphics and trying to paint a picture. Um, I think 08 was like the first, it kind of was like the, I don't know how to, what I'm trying to say, but it's. So, someone put together a video called The Last Great Madden, and it's Madden 2008. It was a great game. Uh, Sure, I'll play along. We'll do Madden 2008. Why not? Uh, it could be any year. Yeah. In the, the mid 2000s. Just whatever captures my childhood, and that's how everybody is. Whatever yes, you were playing back in the day, that was your thing. From like 2003 on, I'd argue Madden just keeps, kept getting better. I don't know when it stopped getting better. Because it, it has stopped getting better. I just think it's the way video games are played. Just wait, wait, wait. Worse, but. Oh, those Maddens where they would show the fans in the stands, um, like the fans in the front row doing dances and stuff. Yeah. Those Madden 2008. Uh, the, that they also had, um, the uh, college football games, you could – customize what kind, what they were holding up on their on their signs, those fans, because they would always have signs and stuff, and that was always funny. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I, I wish I had all of my old video, video games still. Wish I, I know. I wish I still had, like, a PlayStation 2. The Supreme Gaming Console. Um, yeah, my last pick, I need a basketball game. Not going 2K. I'm going NBA Street Volume 3. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good one. The, I remember loving that game because you could play as Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach. And because you can also play as the uh, the Beastie Boys. And it's just, NBA Street is just so much goddamn fun. I should have... Uh, shoot. I, I really should have had um, Mario Super Sluggers in here. Yep, that's a miss by both of us. Uh, that's a and Mario Kart. That count, That's that's racing. That's a sport. It counts. I would argue Wii Sports deserves to be up there. I considered it. Man, I, I really botched it with Madden 2008. I did not need that. I could have. Yeah, I don't think you needed it, but it is a solid addition to your to your lineup. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm watching MVP baseball right now, and I'm getting so nostalgic. <laughs> So great. Uh, Barry Bonds hitting home runs out of his cold zones. Hmm. All righty. Get some trivia. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm upset. I... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, you, I'll let you make an am- amendment. No, it's okay. We'll leave it as is. I'm just. I'm enjoying just watching these. This is cool. But I'll, I'll go first in trivia here. How about this? Okay. Um, 
I'll start with what I feel is my easiest question to get it out of the way, so that way if you get if you miss it, I'll be even more excited. Where did Paul Chris coach before Wisconsin? Ooh, why should I know this, or why don't I know this? Is a better question. Um, Christ, I feel like I should know this. Paul Chris. He played at Wisconsin. That's why he got hired there. Where was he? Um... Christ, I just forgot. I don't know. Is that like an actual... Yeah, I don't know. Pit. I don't remember that at all, to be honest. <laughs> I do not remember that at all. Did he do a good job there? Uh, Must have. No, he didn't. That's weird. He won six games his first year, seven year, seven games his next year, and then six games his last year. And then immediately went to Wisconsin and has won a lot of games. Good for him. Okay. Um, mine is also college football. Who is the only starting quarterback to lose back-to-back BCS National Championship games? Um... Jason White. That's correct. Oh, thank goodness. That's correct. There is a chance you've asked me that before. If, if not, that, if not, you've asked me a very similar question. That's one of those like trivia questions I've like locked into my brain. So I probably have asked that to before. To be honest, but I just don't remember. That's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll use a mulligan. We'll, yes. uh, we'll get a new question. Oh, no, no, it doesn't matter. You can, oh, okay. you, I'll, I'll let you have that point because you had to think there. You had to earn that, so I'll let you have it. Who was the manager of the Astros before A.J. Hinch? Ooh, I think I know this. Let's see, they were really bad. They were really bad. They were really bad. Was it was it Brad Mills? Is that, your, is that an answer? I'll, I go, can... I'll go with Brad Mills. Bo Porter. Who? <laughs> uh, Never heard that name in my life. Let me see. Where was Brad Mills? Um, come on. Come on. Brad Mills was 2010 to 2012, then it was Bo Porter, then it was A.J. Hinch. Huh. Who I did not know of until this tri- until I started preparing for this trivia game. I don't know him either. Okay. Uh, sticking in college football. Uh, if you remember Cam Newton's big comeback against Alabama, um, his only year at um, – oh, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yep. His only year at Auburn. Who caught the game-winning touchdown for Auburn? Philip Lutzenkirchen. 
you have earned a trivia victory. <laughs> wow, you didn't even do uh, the typical question format. That was only my second question. Oh, okay, sweet. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm going to miss that one anyway. <laughs> um, okay. I got you one right here. Uh, all right. There you go. Who is the head coach of UTSA? <laughs> uh, didn't their coach just leave? On the contrary, he actually just signed a mega extension. That's right. I thought he left. I know he was hired from Arkansas because I remember that that his coaching bio while watching a UTSA. What the hell is his name? I don't remember what he did at Arkansas. I don't know if he's an offensive mastermind or a defensive mastermind. I just remember he was the assistant coach at Arkansas. The assistant head coach. Is it... Oh, I know it's last name's Taylor. Is it Jeff Taylor? I'll give it to you. What's his name? Jeff Trailer. Jeff Trailer. Yes. I knew that. I remember. I just remember. I always remember weird shit like that. That always perks my interest. Like, oh, he's at Arkansas before. That's good for him. Uh, my question, as in the typical last question format I've had going, is it's going to be the NFL passing touchdown players. Put them in order. They're all active players. Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson. Okay, Russell Wilson should be far and away last place. Should. Alright, I'm not going to be fooled. Uh, I'm, I will not... Yeah, I'll, I'll go that order. Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson. Well, you got it. Whew. I would, Matt Ryan, Russell, Matt Ryan I put, versus Matt Stafford was a little bit iffy. Right. I, I knew you would say Russell Wilson's last, but I've also heard you try to answer this question for him at so many times that I feel that I always hear you say, oh, but you may be tricking me. He may be in there as a trick. And I exactly. thought I'd sneak Russell Wilson in there. That, that one I thought was – because uh, Matt Ryan know. has 367, Matthew Stafford has 323, Russell Wilson has 292. I, I knew I knew there was no way. It, but uh, you never know. All right. Uh, 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 three to one. I'll give you the UTSA one. So you didn't get swept. I would have loved to sweep today. Um, it's in your power. It wasn't meant to be. Yep. All right. So next week, I got to come back. Man, we're going to be talking about college football and NFL. And the next NFL. Week. Oh, I can completely this, forget baseball exists outside of my Guardians. It's great. This this podcast so is going to kick all kinds of ass next week. Oh, I'm so burnt out from watching baseball. I'm just ready for endless football. <laughs> and then you'll be burnt out from that. You'll be watching endless Never. basketball. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't. Won't happen ever. 
Uh-huh. I love it. I, I love it. All football right. in between get the college games. I was just so ready. We will be back next week for a, an enormous podcast. I'm getting so excited. All right, we'll be back. Uh, I'll try to repeat my trivia performance, although it's been so strugglesome lately. We'll see if I can go back-to-back. Who knows? But uh, everybody take care, and we will see you next week. Y'all better watch some football. Oh, yep. Yeah. Peace. Later.